And we're back, ironing out the Kings podcast, episode six, with Luke and Chelsea, the naughty married couple who like talking about all things naughty, sexual fantasies, sexual stories, just all the good stuff, really. Um, so normally we just jump straight into it. We mm-hmm. do a quick little intro and we jump straight into it. I'm going to flip it around today. How do people submit to us? And that's not in like a sexual, I mean, <laughs> well, how do people so, submit their stories, their problems? If you want to submit some problems, your fantasies or a funny, embarrassing story, you can go to Ironing Out the Kinks. No, you can't. <laughs> That's what are you talking about? You're smiling at me and threw me off a bit. What is it then? Say it I-O-T-K right. dot fun. Yep. F-U-N. F-U-N. And then there's a nice little submissions form on there where you can leave it anonymously. Um, and we'll get it. And we we'll, should talk about it in the episodes. Easy as that. Easy as that. And we're not going to start emailing you stuff about it afterwards. If you want to say something about maybe a, like a past sexual partner and you don't want your partner to find out now, mm-hmm. we're not going to start emailing you. I mean, you can do it anonymously. Yeah, I just think I would be worried. I'd be like, what if Chelsea sees that I'm getting this stuff from this podcast? Obviously, I've submitted something. <laughs> and then you'd be like, what the fuck have you been submitting to them? Yeah, nothing like that. No. But hopefully you listen to this with your partner. So, And there's open and communication. But mm-hmm. anyway, that's enough nonsense. I'm going to do a quick confession. Go on. Tesco Donuts are second best. No, Marks. you are so passionate. Honestly. Marks and Sparks. Marks yeah. and Spencer's coming in for the win. Yeah. I, I've got nothing more to say than I'm sorry to those who I misled, I led astray. I represented myself to a false god. That's that's all I can say. Well, at least you're honest. Yeah, all right. Let's get on with this fucking kinky stuff. Top all 100 right. kinks. So the first one is verbal degradation. Verbal degradation. Mm-hmm. So that is verbally degrading somebody. Yeah. Which is, seems obvious, but um, there's there's a good amount of layers to this that make it exciting, mm-hmm. I think. And obviously, degradation is a whole other thing in itself. So it that covers loads of stuff like you know piss play or um, impact play or yeah dom stuff we spoke kind of stuff. about before. Yeah, more stuff that we're gonna speak we're gonna about. Cover. Exactly. So this is one of the little. I don't know why in my head I was thinking of the spider's legs. Um, one of the legs. One of the webs. One of the, one of the fibers of web. <laughs> Honestly, are you okay? This is one of the arms off of degradation. Okay. Verbal. Verbal. So what is it? It's talking to somebody in a way that degrades them, humiliates them, makes them feel uh, le- not less, but... Oh, no, less. Yeah? Yeah, less used. Love it. Look at you, the fire in your eyes. <laughs> this is a favorite of ours. This is something mm-hmm. we use a lot. Yeah. Um, Give us an example. What from us? Just in general, so people know what we're talking about. I mean, if you, if you, I think it, it definitely works both ways. But in our relationship, it works me saying it to you. So, for instance, I'll tell you as I'm having sex with you that you're literally nothing. You're just a hole for me to, to use, and I'll make you agree with me. Mm-hmm. I'll say I'll get you to say it, so I know you're having to say this really degrading thing about yourself. Yeah. When in, in outside of the bedroom in real life in normal life you're a very strong independent woman yeah. who who is very you know proud of who and what you are hence why we're doing this fucking podcast <laughs> but in that moment i'm able to make you admit to being you know this literally anybody mm-hmm. i'll tell you i'll say to you like I, I could be fucking anybody now i don't care like i will i you're gonna get me 
other girls to fuck and you're going to watch, aren't you? And you're like, yeah, I will. And I'm like, you'll get turned on, won't you? And you're like, yeah. And I'm like, why? And you'll say, because I'm a dirty whore. I'm like, exactly. You know, that's that kind of thing. But that for us is so like enhancing. Yeah. We don't have to be doing, we don't have to get the crops out. We don't have to get butt plugs out. We don't have to get restraints out. We can just have a filthy sex session. Just having missionary sex. That's it. It hasn't even got to be anything like kinky sex wise. We could just be having normal sex, but it takes it up that level because you're speaking to me like that. Yeah. It takes it to that naughtiness when it's just normal sex. The amount of failed lovemaking sessions we've got under our belt is astronomical. Like, I just want, <laughs> I just want like, let's just have nice, like, let's loving be romantic sex. romantic yeah. and love each other and stare each other in the exactly. eyes. Exactly. I'm there just slowly pouring baby oil on my body whilst <laughs> making eye contact with you. You're like taking the nipple clamps off and putting them in back in the box. And then we'll start having sex and it'll be really nice and kissy. And then you'll be like, I am a bit of a slut, aren't I? And I'm, <laughs> yeah, you fucking are. Yeah, that's it. And then we just and go. It's out the window. Yeah, we're gone. And it's like, that was romantic for eight to 12 seconds max. Um, but verbal degradation, I think, is. For those who think, actually, maybe I do like this. I think the shame part, I think shame comes from both sides. I, mm. I've just got a bias in my head because I don't enjoy it being done to me. And our dynamic is very much me to you. Yeah. Um, I think those who want to do it, it is a hard thing to bring up. I think, as in, sorry, those who are the recipient of it. it if, if it's not previously discussed and you're having sex, and let's say for argument's sake, the guy just calls you a little slut while they're fucking you that could turn you off instantly if you're not into it you could be like mm, get off me yeah so i think it's definitely one that you need to have a little bit of a pre-warning yeah too. i'd like to think in my experience that kind of comes with foreplay mm. before you know having getting someone into bed i like to think there's a bit of verbal foreplay yeah it's not just a case of you're gonna surprise them while you're like entering them yeah exactly <laughs> But then there's, I mean, for me, my thing is I've never had a one night stand. I've never just taken somebody home after an out. I've no interest in that at all. It doesn't, doesn't excite me because. Well, it's unlikely you'd be doing this with a one night stand anyway. You're probably going to be doing it with the person that you're with. Yeah, but some people would. Imagine you're a little bit drunk and it's, you know, and you're like, want to be really dirty. Everyone turns into a fucking porn star when they're drunk, don't they? Yeah. I'm going to be a bit dirty and I'm going to spit in this girl's mouth and call her a whore. And she's like. What just happened? You're scaring me. Yeah. I'm leaving. Exactly. I'm 25. I've slept with two people in my life. Tonight's a one-off and I've just finished <laughs> church today. Oh, no. You know? Imagine. But so there has to be some sort of conversation had. But I think I was thinking about this when we mentioned it before. Mm. And I was like, oh, it's probably harder for the women. I don't think it is. I think if I said to you, I want you to verbally degrade me. I want you to tell me things. I want you to ridicule my dick size. I want yeah, you to tell me. Yeah, that's what I was about to go to. Some guys will have a kink of yeah. t- tell me my dick's tiny and that yeah. it's doing nothing for you. And um, I think every woman could start abusing off the back of that. Yeah, I think, but I think women would probably be like, yeah, you know what? You didn't take the rubbish out today. Yeah, your <laughs> fucking dick is tiny, you little penis boy. <laughs> <laughs> You've never made me come. Yeah. And then they're like, but it's, it's, it's adorable seeing you try. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I don't like you getting you comfortable like with it. this. I don't like it. No. Cause yeah, maybe in the moment, but afterwards I'm going to be like, tell me that wasn't true. <laughs> well, that's that the thing true. as well that it, in the moment, it doesn't mean that you think any less of your partner no. nine times out of 10 when we do it, 
after we're done, you curl into me. You're like, you know, I didn't mean any of that, right? I don't mean, right? Any, of I, I I don't don't mean any of it. I love you so much. But I feel, I feel guilty. And you'll like look at me like an absolute weirdo and be like, I loved it. Yeah, and I'm like, fine. I know. I just don't ever want you to think, does he actually think of me like this? When I, especially when I'm saying like, I'm going to like, I'm going to make you rim me whilst I'm fucking somebody else just so you get to see how much they enjoy it whilst I'm getting pleasure. You know what I mean? Like yeah. when I really almost make it personal. But it also in the same breath for us anyway, that's probably going to happen. So I'm like, yeah, yeah sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm turned on. I want to do it. Yeah. No, that sounds good. Um, but I like to just reassure you at the, in the tail end of it. Yeah. That, that isn't how I feel. I love you so much. So I think that's probably an important thing to do as well. Yeah. <laughs> don't know whether the dynamic works all Have the way around for people. Moment. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I think I think it's a really a real good gateway into things like um a bit more BDSM style. Yeah. Male uh, male uh dom sub type stuff. I think this is a really good thing if if you're somebody if you're married and you're like maybe we want to try this. I think it's a really good way. One it takes no money to buy any equipment or anything. Mm-hmm. You're not having to do anything so like uh, if I degraded you by saying, which, you know, is something we also enjoy I'll, in a busy place, I'll say like, touch yourself, yeah. masturbate in public in a really busy area and, you know, hide it, but you're having to do it in public. If someone does that and they're like, okay, I'll try it. And then they didn't like it. They can feel real like shame about that. But if you just, if I just get on top of you and call you a whore and you're like, didn't like it. Okay. I'll okay. do it again, yeah. We understand, you know, and this yeah. it's a real good way to feel out early boundaries. I think if you, get into this. if you already feel like there's a natural subdom in your relationship, even if it's not fully established, if you naturally feel like there's one there, it's an easy one to go, give it a go. Call me call me a whore when you fuck it. Yeah. Let me see if I like it or not. Yeah. Like if there's a natural dominant person within that relationship, yeah. it might come quite naturally rather than two people who haven't established that yet and then they're going to be like do you want to do it to me or should I do it to you talking of natural some people aren't natural talkers Mm. you know I think I read a story years ago it was like an FHM true story or some some bollocks but it was like this guy was having sex with a girl from behind and she was like talk dirty to me tell me it was something like degrade me yeah and he just went blank and he just was clapping cheeks from behind and just went take that you fat fucking bitch (laughs) 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 which obviously ruined the session yeah um so if it's something you're gonna do don't surprise don't surprise somebody with it um and if you're not sure about what to say genuinely it sounds ridiculous but do research watch porn just watch porn yeah yeah and i mean we probably because we've done it so much for so long which is why it's very fluid for us. Mm. You know, I can do it just off the bat and so can you. But if you're not much of a talker, you're not very imaginative, you know, like the geezer from Inbetweeners, so I'm going to fuck your fucking fanny off, you twat. <laughs> <laughs> just have a bit of a bit of ammunition in there. Yeah. And this comes down to like the discussion, comes down to the communication. You can't just say degrade me because that can means so much you say like i want to be made to feel you'll say i want to be made to feel worthless yeah. which is why i'll say you are nothing this you are i i could just be fucking anybody and someone might not like want to be called worthless exactly. but they might want to be called a slut exactly they call me a little slut exactly 
or like it, it's also a similar thing i guess in uh with like daddy's girl and things like that <laughs> it makes me cringe but that's cool i don't have daddy issues but <laughs> shots fired <laughs> but um i think it's the same principle of like being called a slut it's not too worthless feeling no and i know there's um there's people out there trying to like reclaim the word slut which is yeah cool do that um but i don't think take it away too much because you want it to have an edge of naughtiness yeah but not a cutting edge you know where you can actually abuse somebody with it so uh yeah you, ju- you just got to find that limit and if you want to do that kind of thing you've got to make sure that you have expressed your limit yeah um but yeah right we fingered that one to death <laughs> what's next the next one is orgasm denial yes we're just covering us this week <laughs> we are a little we're just bit this um buys into similar to what we were talking about with degradation but um all comes under the same yeah i don't think it is because i don't <clears throat> feel degraded when that happens yeah i feel more of um I guess, like I'm uh, playing the role of being a good girl. <laughs> when you say these things, it, it sends a shiver all the way down my spine yeah. and through my shaft. <laughs> Honestly, it's, um, I fucking love hearing you talk about it. But that's, how, that's how it makes me feel. So out of all the things that we do, this is probably the less degrading one for me. It's more like I'm, a, I'm obeying. Yeah. You're telling me what to do and I'm obeying and I feel good for, for that. Yeah. Because I know that you're... You, I know that you within that moment, you know I want to come. You're telling me not to, so I'm obeying you. But in your mind, you're like, good, she's done what I told her to. Yeah. And that's where I get my, like, kink, like my praise. That's, that's a kink praise. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which is the opposite of verbal decoration. See, yeah. I was right. It's in there somewhere. <laughs> um, so what it is is exactly that, stopping people from coming. Mm-hmm. And normally when they're right on the edge, yeah. you know, getting someone to the edge and then stopping them, so controlling it's, that. It's, it's either... Edging them, mm-hmm. denying them entirely, limiting their orgasm, or completely ruining it, completely stopping it. That just sounds, I'm into all of it up until the last one. Because I've had a ruined orgasm. I can't remember if I've told this story. <laughs> well, I was, <laughs> didn't, no, was that on one of the failed episodes yeah. at the start? So I've had a ruined orgasm, but it wasn't ruined by you. It was ruined by me. Yeah. Where I was, we were, had a great time. You were on your knees in front of me at the end, about to take a face fall. And the first little bit of cum that came out just hit you bang in the forehead like a little smudge. And all that went through my head when I saw it and what I did. Mm-hmm. So to tell the story properly, that came out. I finished, but the orgasm was ruined because all I could see was this one blob. That I then used my thumb to smudge across your forehead and just whispered, Simba. <laughs> And that's what I ruined my orgasm. And you ruined it for yourself. And I was so annoyed at myself for that. Because mm-hmm. it's my stupid brain. It's my thinking I'm funny. I ruined it. It was like, <laughs> got to do it. You got to do it. And it was like, no, don't do it. By this point, I'm just, my orgasm's gone. I'm just now, my body's just doing bodily functions. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm into, I'm excited to talk about those things. But I don't like the idea of. You don't like the idea of it being done to you. And let's face it, it doesn't ever get done to you. No. <laughs> I don't mind being edged though. Uh, yeah, I guess that you do it sometimes. I do it to myself, you know, with with you there. But I'll do it to myself. Um, but with we do that to you. Yeah. It's it's a bit of a like a lengthy one, edging. You need to be like, you need to have a bit of time. I tell you what, this works well with things we've we've experienced at the start of our relationship. People in distance, long, long distance, distance relationships. Yeah. So you in tight, well, 
you still do control my orgasms. Uh, yeah. But obviously when we were long distance, I was all on control of you. Yeah. I was allowed to come when you told me to. And if within that moment you was like, and now stop. I would stop. Be like, oh, I hate you. Yeah. I think there was one time where I said something like, fuck you at the end. And you were mad at me. Yeah. <laughs> Because you're like, yeah, I really love this. And I'll be like, are you sure? Because you get, you get a little bit upset. Like mm-hmm. you would be like, oh my God, I really wanted to come that time. And I'll be like, you can later when I say you can. When I'm in a more comfortable position and I've like, so we would do it when we're on the phone or over text when I was at work. And then mm-hmm. like, no, because I'm going to watch you and you're going to put the phone between your legs and I'm going to watch you. And you're like, oh, okay. And then one time you're like, fuck you. And I was like... <laughs> whoa 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 put the fucking brakes on there girl you're the one who said that you enjoy this as much as i do but again uh, that sees i'm all i'm thinking there that was probably less of denial and like more of a borderline interruption (laughs) (laughs) right so talk through talk through the pertinent points again so edging obviously denial um limitation so when you say limitation is that like you're coming and then i just stop touching you Mm. So I don't know if you could still, I don't think, I think if you took me into the vinegar strokes and started making me come and then stop touching me, it would be almost painful, but whether <laughs> that's ruining or not. I think that is ruining. Yeah. Limiting, maybe um, limiting, that could be like limiting when you're allowed to come, how many times you're allowed to come, maybe. Yeah, that makes sense. So you're, you're especially like you say, when we were long distance you would come way more than me because you limited the amount of times I was allowed to come. Yeah. Sometimes of an evening we'd get on FaceTime and I'd just make you watch me. Mm -hmm. And I was like, don't sit on your hands. You're not touching yourself at all. And I knew you'd be itching to. I was like, no, you don't do it. You don't even get to experience the pleasure unless I say so. That only works if both partners buy into it because you could have just got off FaceTime and And just jackhammered yourself around, you know, what what could I have done? Mm -hmm. But if you both buy into it, it's great. Um, I think edging works really well both ways i personally disagree (laughs) really yeah why so i understand the concept of it for a man um and i can only go obviously by personal experience as a woman but for me if i edge keep edging myself i keep getting edge 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 when it actually comes to orgasm as was in the beginning (laughs) i'm just genuinely terrified you're having a stroke when it comes to orgasming that's right. So having it? an orgasm, yeah. yes. It either doesn't, it just takes forever to get there or it's so like anticlimactic because I had all the builds up before and now oh, it's right. like doesn't get as built up. All right. Well, maybe that's, you know, everybody's different. Mm-hmm. Um, it might just be me. Yeah. So for me, I know if I edge myself a lot, I come a lot. Yeah. When I do come, I come a lot harder, which is why if I'm ever, you know, sorting myself out, an evening and you're just kind of watching and talking to me that's why I'll always I pretty much always edge myself I never yeah. never done in two minutes because it just doesn't feel as good yeah shit um so yeah edging's a good one I think and this is something again you can do both ways if they enjoy it or even if they don't well that's it it's still the control of it isn't it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um what else was there so control do you want me to repeat for the third yeah, time? Yeah, please. Look, I'm I'm hot. I'm sweating in here. <laughs> I don't know if you can see it. I'm getting like little patches I, I in my t-shirt. Bead. Yeah. Um, I think we've kind of covered it there, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. 
that's orgasm denial. So again, it's usually the dominant denying the submissive. Yeah. Um, I enjoy it, but that's the, obviously because I'm a submissive. But you think you're a submissive? I think you'll enjoy it, to be honest. I do. You know what's surprising for me? I enjoy watching the porn. Okay. I really enjoy. Does this make me? What men? Do you enjoy watching? I enjoy men? watching men get like so slowly teased by the hand, mm. and I'm like, God, that I know how that would feel. I, I, I know I like how that, that would well. feel. Yeah. So I'm like, fucking hell. That's why I, I sometimes like watching the milking porn because it's so slow and sensual, yeah. and I'm like, oh, that's a build up. Yeah. I don't have a dick, but I imagine that's a yeah. build up. That's what we can do tonight. Okay. We get a milking <laughs> table. <laughs> we can cut um, a hole in this. It can be like the pod milking table. Imagine. <laughs> imagine. we got to talk about um, when we're going to have guests on and who they're going to be. Yeah. Because we've got a plan and it probably won't happen for a while. we got a plan that we're going to have a threesome with a chick, just a random girl, and then we're going to invite her to be interviewed immediately afterwards. That could be so startling for her. That's probably something we're going to have to discuss before because when she's getting yes. up cleaned and ready to go, we'll be like, do you mind just slipping into the room next door and like... For like an hour. Talking to talking. us on podcasts that yeah. we're going to put out to the world. There's only thousands of people that listen to it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> we're it's only cool. minor stars. Yeah, very. Yeah, <laughs> we are very, very minor. But, um, but yeah. So that's something we will do in the future. Just yeah. as a slight side note. Oh, but are you happy with that? I'm happy. Let's get into the fucking juicy juice. So we're moving into naughty corner. Naughty corner, motherfucker. I love this shit. I love it. Honestly, it's so fucking hard throughout the week just waiting to hear this because you you're just so excited when we get a submission and read it and you're like, oh, I so don't good. really read them. Like I wait until the day we do the episode to fully read them. Okay, all right. Okay, so we're starting off with this one. Hello, Luke and Chelsea. First, I'd like to say a massive thank you to you both. My partner and I have opened a whole new world thanks to you, Dirty Dogs. You've made us laugh, but most importantly, talk about the things we wanted but kept secret. My partner grew up in a religious family and is now pretty keen to get down and dirty. Some of the new things that we've tried include sensory deprivation. We loved this. One of our, ses- one of our sessions go on for so much longer because of the control the giver has and it allows us to try new things with trust. She also convinced me to try bum stuff, both for me and her. Nice. Something I didn't know she wanted to do and never thought I would want to receive. But if Luke can do it, I'll pull up my big boy pants and give it a go too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy. And boy and orgasm never felt so good. We came up with a dangerous safe word system. No means yes. Yes means no. Go means stop and stop means go. Jesus. My brain does not have the capacity to deal with that in a moment of your ecstasy. <laughs> I'll tell you what I'm going to do in that situation. Just going to keep going. Keep going. Well, they said safe to say that um, during bondage and try and butt stuff, this led to some misunderstandings that made me walk like Bruce Wayne. <laughs> uh, uh, it didn't help the missus doesn't even know her left and right, so I should have seen this coming. <laughs> wow, that sounds familiar. It does. Wow. Yeah, that's probably not the um, the best way to do that. No. That confused the hell out of me. Honestly, I love it though. I love their, <laughs> their commitment to making it confusing. Yeah. I, I wonder if this, because I don't know who this couple is, but I wonder if this is the couple with the guy who said that he wants to be dominated by his girlfriend, but they never, they, he's never really discussed it with her. Because he said that he's into trying some butt stuff and they said that the giver, rather than saying him, that's just my speculation, I don't know. The main thing I've realised is that my partner, with my partner, is that 
she has a fetish for sex talk. I've noticed when I do talk to her during foreplay or sex, <clears throat> she comes almost straight away, especially if I mention impregnating her. I wondered if this is the case with most females during sex. Only problem is I can't concentrate on doing both. <laughs> is, is this normal for blokes to be silent? <laughs> the next thing we want to try... Well, sorry, the next thing we want to try is taking the estate out to a secluded place. Any advice? Is it, it's naughty, but is it overrated? There's two questions there. One about the sex talk and the one about getting out in public. Yeah. First of all, you're welcome. That's, again, honestly, fills, fills my little heart with joy because <laughs> it's, it's starting the conversation. So um, before we jump into this, I was walking through work. I've just started working at a new area but I have friends all over the place walking through work in the gym. And one of the lads said to me, thank like came up to me and was like, mate, fucking love your podcast. It's brilliant. And he was like me and the missus are, he said, you've basically got us talking about things because we would both want to, but it's how you bring up the conversation, but you went, we just kind of listen to it together. And then I'm like, Oh yeah. Could you imagine watching me fuck one of your friends as a bit of a joke? And she's like, yeah, you know what? I could. And then it's like, okay, but would you, how would you feel? Yeah. And then there's, he was like, you're the facilitator of the conversation. And that's obviously sounds like Love that's that. what we've done for this couple. And that's, yeah, that's, that's amazing. He then did shout across the gym as I was leaving, let's go get a Starbies, um, which pissed <laughs> me off. But other than that, um, so yeah, two points to this. Sorry. Sorry, Chelsea. You, right. you... Um, yeah. So, so I guess this is, this is on you because the wife or the lady likes being dirty talks to and he's struggling to concentrate is that normal for blokes you got any tips there i mean it depends on what you mean struggling to concentrate if you enjoy watching your partner orgasm so much that you just literally will just stop and stare mm. and keep doing what you need to do with mouth or fingers or toy whatever you're using that can be a bit normal because i love watching you yeah but um, i think also you haven't got to be too creative every single time. You can kind of dirty talk about the same things each time, just with extra words thrown in and a, yeah. and a little like little extra. And it can be the same like fantasies almost that you talk about each time. I was about to say that. It doesn't have to be like something new. Because I think if you're coming up with something new every time, mine would go blank. Yeah. I think that's that exactly what you said. It's, it's almost like a role play thing again. Yeah. Of You're just saying that's what you are. Like I'm, I'm going to you up with come and make you pregnant you want you want me to you want me to you know get you pregnant and leave you dribbling with come don't you yeah and you know and it's literally just replaying that phrase just a few times over and if that's going to make her come straight if away that's a thing you could talk about getting her pregnant in every single position yeah <laughs> and then every time you're having sex you use a new position that time in a exactly. new way that you're going to impregnate her exactly um hats off to this geezer for for going with it and like try and try and you know, prostate stuff and anal stuff. Yeah. Because the, the the amount of times that I've, when I say to people, as I say, I'm working in a new place, uh, I've got, I'm around the new team and it'll be like, all right, so you're a bit, a bit snaggy with the missus. Yeah. <laughs> Do you let her peg you? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> They're like, what? Yeah, it's fucking class, lads. It upsets me the amount of men that won't even. But do you know why? Fair enough, pegging. It might be a bit scary to them getting fucked, but they won't even allow a finger in while they're getting like a blowjob or like tossing themselves off or something. Do you know why? You know the saying, the lady doth protest too much? 
No, I do not. You don't know that? No. Basically means that if you're so against something, it's because you're actually into it. Or you're oh, like, I see. Of course, yeah. yeah. So I think that they're just so insecure and scared of being like, I've done something that is against the norm. Yeah. And that might make me seem a certain way to people. That they're just small boys. Do you know what? It, it does blow my mind. I think I was having a conversation with a friend about this recently. It's so expected for women to do anal and enjoy it. Yep. It pretty much is. It's just that it's an extra position that women are expected to receive at some point. However, women, we don't have any form of G-sport or anything in our asses. Yet the men do. Medically, we know this. So why are they the ones denying anything going up their ass when out of the two of us, they're probably going to have a better time than we are? Because men are insecure. <laughs> Men's egos are so fragile. That's all it is. That's genuine all it is. And when people... Do you know what's just come to my mind? Go on. <laughs> that Family Guy episode. Oh, <laughs> relax. I'm a doctor. <laughs> we watched that the other day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're getting a little bit off topic. Sorry, are, this, sorry. This, this guy's wrote an absolutely banging, banging um, email and we're, we're buzzing with so it. The, so the, the dirty talk, just don't have to come up with something new every time. No. You can, it's the, if that's the fantasy... That's the fancy. I mean, it depends. And sorry, just just jumping on their second question. This isn't answering the second question, but so their second question is to do if they want to go out in public. Yep. And do some stuff. So when you're in the bedroom, talk about the fantasizing of that. Talk about next time we go out in the car, I'm going to pull over and I'm going to make you suck my dick until I come down your throat and people are going to drive past. They might be able to see and see what little little whore that you're being. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I was itching myself actually. I was not right. touching myself. I was like, oh, you're getting into this. But then that's but any fantasies that they do have, they're things to talk about in the bedroom to get excited about what they're gonna be doing. That's honestly that so that whole thing, I was about to say you can delve into that um pregnancy one more. Depending on whether you're into this and your partner's into this, this is a bit more um risque, should you say. Mm. But I'll say it to you. I don't want really to want to see you have sex with other men not really my thing but i know that that's going to turn you on in the moment so i'll say that to you i'll be like you're this comes back to the verbal degradation but mm-hmm. like you're so worthless i'm just gonna let random men come in and fuck you and just use you and i know that's turning you on because one being degraded and two the idea of who wouldn't like the idea of just having multiple people desire them be in the center of attention right you know be like you can you can explore that avenue you can explore i'm gonna get you pregnant in public i'm gonna fuck you is it the public thing is it around being uh, being around public people public people <laughs> being around people or is it um just being outside because i'm i'm you like outside stuff yeah i'm not too fast i'm mm. happy i mean there's we had a good time in a pub car park in the middle of the day once yeah. um and i enjoyed that yeah but it's not something i'm gonna be like i'm horny let's do something but we need to be outside to do it you know no of course i like so so he says, is it overrated? If I Personally, I'd say if you went right, we're going out in the car today, we're going to get in public and we're going to start having sex. It might not end as excitingly as you'd hoped, yeah. but in the moment, you're like, right, my dick's getting hard. Get around that corner. I'm going to come slip your knickers to the side and slip it in. Or driving around, like I said, and I'm going to pull over and you're going to suck my cock. Or you know, I'll go down on you, vice versa. That could be exciting because that's within the moment. We're outside, we're naughty, we're going to get caught and we're both mad horny right now. No matter where we are, we're going to do it. Yeah. So that I don't think that part of it is overrated. 
I agree. If you said, like I said, if you said to me, like, right, we're going to go to the beach now and um, I'm going to, uh, we're going to get there and we're going to find a nice quiet spot and then I'm going to start playing with you with my hands. I'm going to be like, should we just do this in the bedroom? Yeah. But if we go for a walk and you're like, you know how wet I am and there's no one around, I'm going to be like, oh shit, it's on. That's yeah. the most exciting thing that, you know, it, it was Spontaneous literally. in the moment. It was in that pub and it was during the day and it was literally, you had just slid your, we were like sat, you were almost straddling my knee a bit because it was a bit loud. Oh yeah, yeah. And you kind of brushed against me and I was like, well, that's made me hard. And I was like, let's go back to the car. You're like, oh, I've not finished my drink. I was like, get back to the fucking car. You know, that that spontaneity of it, mm-hmm. I don't think it's overrated at all. No. It depends how much of a pedestal you're going to put on, um, realistically. Yeah. But, give it um, a go. If you don't like it, you don't like it. If it feels overrated, don't do it again. You give it a go. Yeah. And you might take something away from it that you can enjoy. I think the, mes- the main thing to do is do it initially, if you're unsure, or do it somewhere very secluded. Mm. The risk of getting caught is very, very minimal because what you don't want to do is it be a bit iffy and then have, you know, Sandra who runs the local walking club come past <laughs> banging on your window, calling you disgusting perverts. That's definitely going to ruin you're into it. Degradation. <laughs> yeah. Unless you're into Sandra, you know, playing into your kink and just getting told off. Um, but no, I think that's uh, how amazing is it? How it sounds like their whole avenues have opened up. Yeah, it's great. Um, I fucking love that. Maybe we need to do that on top 100 kinks talking about outdoor sex. Yeah. Well, we, we did cover, um, Exhibitionism. Exhibitionism. We haven't gone over voyeurism though, so we can go over that next time. Yeah. All right. Stick voyeurism in. Cool. Um, honestly, that's I love that email. Yeah. I love that. And I love the fact that he's like, well, if Luke can do it, I can do it. I'm like, fuck yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm big like dude a male icon. Yeah. I'm a big dude boy. <laughs> People want to be like me. Big But when he says he hasn't come, he never, an orgasm has never felt so good. My fucking God, is yeah. he right? I love Telling that you. for him. Telling you. It's amazing. Cool. Um, I think we've but, answered. Yeah. Answered. I hope so. If you've got any like follow ups on that, or if you wanted to give us a bit more insight or, or whatever, if you just wanted to talk more about it, fire at us. Um, we'll always try and respond uh, the best we can. Um, and if it's a really good conversation piece like this one has been, we'll do it on on the pod um, because I think it's important for people to hear this. Cool. So I got a question here that I think a lot of people could experience at some point. So it's a good one to talk on. Um, what do you do when your boyfriend has a higher sex drive than you? This is, I think, a very common problem. Yeah. You told me why. I never really knew why. I've always had a higher sex drive than anyone else I've ever been with. Yeah. Um, and I just thought, I'm a fucking, I'm a sexual animal. <laughs> but there's a reason for it. So, yeah. So, the reason, the reason most men, this, and this isn't the case because I know women that have higher sex drives in their part, their, their boyfriends. Mm-hmm. But the, for the most part, um, as we all know, women work off a 28-day cycle, 28-30 day cycle. And during each week of that cycle, so our body will go through a different type of hormone. We'll get extra hormone here. We'll lose some hormone here. <laughs> Not the technical terms, but oh, yeah, I know you. All, all sorts go on on with our bodies. That's why certain weeks of the month, you'll find that your girlfriend's probably more horny than usual or more emotional than usual. It's just our hormone cycle. And it takes a whole month to cycle through. Men's reset after 24 hours. <laughs> there we go. So, like I just said there, you'll have a week where your girlfriend's more horny um, during her cycle. And that's a great week for you. But then you've got like another three weeks until that's coming back round. Whereas the guy's having that hormone reset every 24 hours. So, they need a fuck every 24 hours, really. <laughs> um, and that's the scientific version of it. Yeah. Absolute prof 
to be a lesbian couple. Yeah. Sync up. Great. Hormones sync up. Yeah, both super yeah, horny at exactly the same time. Week every yeah. month. It's fair play, girls. <laughs> um I think oh, it's a it's a tough one because yeah. I think and this might sound does it sound harsh? Maybe. I don't know. But I think if if you wanted sexual pleasure for me a lot more than I was willing to do, there's got to be a compromise. Yeah. And that's that's not like if On I was both like parts. that's what I mean. So I both need to compromise. If you're like, I need you to be doing something to me five times a day, I'm gonna be like, look, I work, my job's very physical, I'm fucking tired sometimes. Mm. Can't do that every time. Okay, you need to understand that. But even when I'm not feeling it, if I've got time, I'll, you know, I'll fuck you or yeah. I'll, I'll go down on you, whatever. I think it, before you even get into that part of the conversation, like how many times are they wanting sex a day or how, or a week? Because <clears throat> I can't remember if you, me- you remember, but I was talking to you about an article that I read about a woman not too long ago who she was like, I will never be able to date a man who can't keep up with my sex drive. I was like, okay, I'll read this. And when it said what her sex drive was, she wants sex several times a day, every day. She also has a few kids. And I was like, how the hell is she juggling her life around looking after kids, just living and then having sex several times a day? And some poor guy can't keep up with that. They're not for her. So I think to establish him exactly how often and when he needs it. And does it always have to be sex? Yep. I mean, the it's hard because I can't imagine ever being with somebody with a higher sex drive than me yeah. uh but well, it has to be a compromise well i compromise i was about to say i know. think of it the other way around imagine being with someone with, i know you're going to be with people with lower sex drives but imagine a really low sex drive how would that make you feel i would struggle yeah because there's that is like it's it's like affirmation mm-hmm. you know it's it's the confirmation of our passion and the reason why I love our sex life so much is because we can just explore so much. But when we do it, it's this, it's like, yeah, we're, we're fucking, we're about this. And you know, casual sex is a thing. You can just fuck somebody and it just be physical and enjoyable. It's not about the, the connection between the two of you. Mm -hmm. That's a physical act. But when it's a relationship, it is about the emotional side of it. There is an emotional side of it. So I've got Um, two things to make a point on that. First being, sex doesn't have to be sex. And what I mean by that is, it doesn't have to be an act that you perform every time. Sex between two people, especially within a relationship, should be fun and enjoyable. Doing things that you maybe haven't done before, maybe things that you want to try. It shouldn't just be this like monotonous, let's go to the bedroom, let's have sex, let's be done. Because that could be... That could make anyone's sex drive just go, um, oh, getting too deflated for this. Yeah. Like, is there enough fun within their sex side of their relationship? Is there enough communication? Yeah. You know, there's, there's the very likely possibility that she just isn't as horny as you. That's yeah. absolutely fine. But are there other boxes that aren't being ticked? Are there other things? And you've got to think that where women are so much more emotional uh, or emotionally led, it can be simple things like doing things around the house, helping her, support her, listening about her day. That can be really, really actually erotic when it comes to that that physical connection. And like it's you like say, what we spoke about the other day, that foreplay doesn't start at the kissing moment. It starts exactly, at the beginning of the day. Exactly. Um, and that that's that kind of thing. Understanding their point of view and understanding what actually makes her feel connected with you. Um, 
there are it's a very tricky topic because yeah. it's very case dependent case by case dependent and sometimes there'll be absolutely nothing wrong and that's just how they feel sometimes people go off other people and i'm not trying to put yeah. negative thoughts in your head but these are all the different avenues we could go down well, you know the second thing i was going to say is um like i've been in relationships in the past where my sex drive has been super low and that's not to say that theirs was high your poor ex <laughs> it's to say that there was something wrong within the relationship because now i'm with you i'm a horny little devil yeah, you i are. love you and, and i'm so fulfilled in all other areas so again, like you say, it could be things in their actual relationship that's making her sex drive just not creep up. Exactly. And I think that, that, again, you have to be candid. If you're the person itching for sex and you have to go to your partner and be like, look, you need to be open and honest. What more can I do? What is it that I can do? Because you'll be surprised how many men will demand sex when they're not contributing to the relationship, yeah. not contributing to um, household stuff they're not emotionally supportive of their of their partner um i'm i'm very pro man in in the world i'm not somebody who's like you know men are men are the problem i don't think i think people are the problem yeah but men i think can be very bad at this very very bad Mm -hmm. and don't get me wrong there's certain people certain women who will be very lazy and let themselves go and not you know want to look after the house or be emotionally supportive exactly the same that happens um i think men are men are very good at this mm. because we just kind of see it as like well i can i'm here for i'm here for the sex like yeah. we should be having sex because i'm a man and you're a woman whereas women need so much more women need that just fulfillment like you said i'd maybe i'd i'd i take a look at your relationship as a whole and and you, i mean you'll know you don't need to s- there too like, much into your relationship to see if you're unhappy about anything whether that's quality time together or like, whether that's likely says things around the house and if there's any part of you that feels there's a lack of in the relationship have a conversation about that see if you can start repairing the areas where it's fallen and when he's performing well in them areas or you're happy within them areas you know you might be a bit more sexy towards him might feel a little bit more sexual desire towards him yeah because there could be nothing worse than coming home and the bloke's done absolutely fuck all. He's expecting you to like, you know, do dinner or sort the kids out and tidy the house up, get ready for bed. And then you get into the bedroom. He's there expecting sex. And you're like, you've pissed me off this evening. I haven't said it, but in my mind, I'm pissed off at you because you've done fuck all. I'm not giving you sex right now. Yeah. So I think it's a bigger picture. Yeah. Some people wouldn't even know that they're really pissed off. They would just feel alone. They would just feel unsupported and they would feel, I can imagine that it almost hits a point of a stranger's trying to have sex with you. You know, you're like, you're not, you're not with me. I don't like you, you know, and he's in the bedroom waving his dick around like a lightsaber. um, (laughs) And you're like, I don't, I don't, we're not a partnership right now. And we kind of angled this towards the man. It just needs to be a full candid conversation of understanding your relationship. Like I say, sometimes you just have to compromise. You know, you just have to compromise. I've been there. I've been in relationships for years where I've just had to compromise. Mm. Um, and it's not the most fun, um, but it becomes normal. But I think there is a real risk as well. We'll we'll cap this one off, but there is a real risk of normalizing the low sex drive. And then that then goes down a little bit more, goes down a little bit more. And then before you know it, it's you're gone. a married couple who doesn't have sex. And yeah. then you're both separately. And that's so easy to do. 
I can't even Everyone. tell you the amount of girls, including myself, that I've spoken to, and they've said at least one point in one of their relationships, I thought I was asexual. You're like, yeah, because you lost it all. Yeah. I've and that's felt. not because you don't want sex. It's because your relationship's gone to shit. Like you say, you're just chipping away, chipping away, chipping away at that yeah. sex drive. I've, I've never thought I was asexual. <laughs> one time I put my boxes on so fast, I nearly blew a load. That was how starving I was. Jesus Okay, <laughs> cool. so again, any further points on that, hit us up. Uh, let's get on to the funny shit. The funny, funny, funny stuff. Oop, wrong hole. Hey, sometimes it can be the right hole, you know? <laughs> Maybe we need to change that. Oh, so a few years ago, I was on a night out. I pulled a guy and decided to do the unclassy thing of inviting him back to mine for a fun adult night. One of my turn-ons is giving head, and after telling the guy I wanted to suck his dick during some foreplay, he naturally became even more excited. Just prior to going down on him, he warned me he hadn't had sex in a long time oh and would pub- probably come really quickly. Not to blow my own trumpet, but I'm used to guys coming quickly when I go down on them, so this didn't faze me too much. True to his word, within 60 seconds, he was coming down my throat. But that wasn't the only fluid. Oh, no. As soon as he finished coming, turns out he had completely lost control of his bladder and was now starting to piss in my mouth. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Go on, finish it. Finish it. Go this on. This is the only time in my life I can say I haven't swallowed. I kicked him off the bed where he then proceeded to uncontrollably piss all over my bedroom carpet while groaning like he didn't even realise he was no longer coming. Thank fuck we never saw each other again. What the fuck? I don't know what the feel of male anatomy is, but can you ever just start pissing because you're coming so hard? Absolutely not. No. So he's done the equivalent of a lady squirt in there. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. I just... Oh, this poor girl. This poor girl. What All the fuck? All over her bedroom exactly. and her carpet. Like, it doesn't matter if he's disappeared. He's disappeared, but his piss hasn't. <laughs> Your room's still going to stink of piss. And no matter what... He's always going to be like, oh, she still took my cum in her mouth. <laughs> you know? Fucking hell. Oh, the fact that he just carried on groaning around. I can imagine well, him just rolling it. You know, you know if you're pissing. You know. I guess. It doesn't feel the same. It's not the same. Maybe he thought, if I just like, if I just brush this off and act like I'm still coming, she might believe it's cum. <laughs> that would be the wildest shit. Imagine. <laughs> like, no, no, it's not piss. It's just um, like see-through yellowy cum. That's just how I come. <laughs> um, no, no, you got problems, bruv. That's yeah. fucking mental. That's Fair play to her kicking him out straight away. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, fucking hell. Fuck oh. me. As soon as you were going there, I was like, right, this is either going to go one or two ways. He's either just going to blow his load as soon as she touches the tip um, or he's going to piss. Yeah. Um, 60 seconds, good going. I mean, if you haven't had no sex in a long time. There. <laughs> yeah. I know for a fact, as soon as someone's given the, the pre-excuses of like, oh, by the way, I haven't had sex in a long time. You know, they're I, coming quickly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've been there. I've been like, I've been about to come for the last four hours. Um, it's been a long time. Um, uh, I've taken medication, which makes me super sensitive. Uh, <laughs> uh, if I come now, I can come again in a bit. Don't worry. It's all good. Um, yeah, I've been there. And then just, bam. See you later. Hiroshima. I'm fucking gone. Poor guy. Poor girl. (laughs) (laughs) Right. This one, I don't believe. 
is true, but we're going to go for it. Okay. All right. Again, flying, fucking firing shots. <laughs> I am. Calling someone a liar. I have a kink for an older lady. I love a cougar. There's something ze- very sexy about an older woman. I was curious and signed up for fuck a Grammy. <laughs> Granny, <sighs> sorry. Why am I so good at knowing where these are going? Why am I so upset about where this one's going? This was a mistake. As I was scrolling, I saw an older woman who didn't have a face shown. I messaged her and she had a pretty sexy body. Fuck off. After exchanging a few messages, she sent me a picture of her face. Of course she did. It was my nan. Of course it was. (laughs) Fuck off. Oh my fucking God. I just can't see it being true. But if it is, that is wild. Did he say he sent any dick pics? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Did he send any dick pics to her? No. I reckon he, he said, but I reckon he, he probably did. did. Oh God. That's fucking if if that's true, I don't think that's that unbelievable. You don't? No. I I had a mate and I know he listens to the pod. <laughs> I know his girlfriend listens to the pod with him. <laughs> but I'm gonna bring it up anyway. Oh, but he used to fuck old women. I think he fucked like an eighty year old when I'm he was not, in his I'm early twenties. I'm not 20s. saying I don't believe younger men fuck grannies or have a desire to. I get that. I just can't believe out all the women that would have been on a local area. And can someone also please confirm is fuck a granny a real thing? Did you not check? No. Did you? I didn't know. Oh, no. <laughs> I'll have a look in a bit. Maybe it's something we can explore. No way. You wouldn't want to see me fuck a granny? Absolutely no. Why not? What if she's a really hot granny? No. What if it's Jennifer Aniston as a grandma? She's not a grandma. What if she was? Well, perhaps. <laughs> there we go. I'm pretty sure they're not the grannies he was going for. But imagine if it's just grannies in your local area. Mm. there's not number one actually think about this so imagine this in this area we live in yeah i'm not going to say where it is obviously we live in an area that's fairly densely populated not the most densely populated but fairly densely populated how many women over 60 are either widowed or divorced and also dcf like down to fuck young younger men how many are there i reckon there's quite a lot but on a website, so probably say there's fifty. Do we need to do some research here. On I don't think I should. <laughs> I don't think I should. So I'll be really, really suggestive. Like, babe, look, look. She's Mar- Marjorie's, Marjorie's a freak. <laughs> she's got body, and she's a freak. But um, yeah, I I think it's I think that's quite likely. If you All think right. about your local area, and if your nan lives in your local area. Imagine there's 60 of 60 in this area. We're going to look. I'm going to look tonight. Uh, we're going to have to look. Yep, we're going to have to look. So there's 60 in this area. And how many are going to have good bodies? That you're like, oh, right, that's a good chassis. Fair one. That If that's what you're into. Okay. Said it's five. Right. And your nan's got a great chassis. Oh, stop. you got a one in five chance of ending up hitting up your nan. Right. If the guy's listening to this. And firing off some great shots of your pipe. If the guy listens to this, please can you come back to us and tell us more, I want to know more to this story. Like, did you send dick pics? Like, what happened after? So it's definitely a guy. Might be a girl. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was a guy. I haven't got it in front of me now, but... All right. But I, I want to know. Yeah, I want to know more details. I want to know dick Please pics. I want to know what details. happened. Did you tell her who you were? Did, did you she just... know who she who no, was? Yeah. You, you couldn't. If you got the face pic of your nan, you'd have to immediately delete your account, you right? You are never going to go to a family do. Christmas is ruined. I want to know if you saw uh, how how intimate were her shots other yeah. than just having a good chassis. Did you see titties? Did you see Did where you see... your mum came from? <laughs> wow. I was going to be, this is nan. I was going to be way more like tender about that. But yeah. Did you see her snatch? Um, I want all the details. Yeah. 
yeah, buttholes, anything, want to know. Um, yeah, uh, I apologise to my boy that I called up for fucking grandmas, but he'll love it. <laughs> he'll love it. It's a thing. It happens. I get it. It absolutely happens. Right, um, last um, one. Oh, we got another one. We got one Shit, more. I thought that was it. Okay, go no. on. My ex and I were fooling around after having a few too many drinks one night and she stood up on the bed to stand over me so she could sit on my face. She technically succeeded. <laughs> she lost her balance in the process and fell on my face like a hammer hit in a fucking nail. I yelled as this happened and ended up blowing a bunch of air in her vagina. <laughs> that all came out suddenly noisily rushing back <laughs> when she got off me. It completely killed the mood for both of us, but we had a pretty good laugh about it after. <laughs> I thought he was going to get a broken nose or something. Not try and blow her up like a balloon. Oh, <laughs> uh, honestly, queefs are funny. They're funny. There's just no. But they're so normal. They're so normal. There's nothing wrong with them. There's been no point where, you know, your vagina's answered me back that I've it's ever ruined the mood. I'm just like cool, yeah, whatever. People who get I bent think, out of shape. I think. A lot of women, when we were younger, again, having spoken to many of them, we all used to get mad anxiety about doggy position because you just knew that you was going to have some air come out after. Yeah, but who cares? <laughs> no, no, I don't care now. Yeah, well, I know what you mean. That's probably like uh, old school fear. Yeah, it's but like a child. Yeah. Child, ooh, ooh. What? <laughs> Teenage fear. <laughs> young adult fear. Young Jesus adult. woman. Um. No, they were good though. I enjoy I just imagine how much that would ruin the mood. Yeah. I want to touch on. I, I, on. I, I don't know. I feel like if I went down on you and hit your face like that, your instant reaction would be pure anger. Like, get off me. Don't touch me. <laughs> it depends how much you hurt my nose. Yeah. Because that would be the only thing. In my, my face can take hits. So I've boxed and played rugby and stuff in the past. Uh, my face can take some hits, so I'm not too worried. But when you get hit in the nose, you just get angry. Yeah. There's no other way around it. You just get angry. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, so now I want to touch on something I spoke about again, um, with the, with the boys at work, we were talking about like, what would you do if you were, um, in a complete vegetative state, if you had an accident and you were pretty much brain dead and they were going to turn the machine off, like, how would you want it to be? And I was like, so weird that you've brought this up because I have a near written contract with my wife <laughs> that she has to sit on my face and suffocate me with her vagina. No underwear, no nothing. Just sobbing. Well, she'll suffocate me with your vagina. Yeah. So that guy was almost there. Yeah. Like, if he'd passed out, that would have been worth it. If they both passed out, <laughs> imagine. That would have been amazing. Um, okay, that's it. That's it for this week. Episode six. We're nearly getting to double figures. We're I say it every there. week. Yeah. We're getting there. Um, but yeah, what are our socials? Follow us on socials, which are ironing out the kinks. All one word. On Instagram. Oh, God. TikTok and Facebook. I don't know why I wanted to say Shopify and we have no affiliations with Shopify. <laughs> why are you... Honestly, <laughs> we need to get you out of this hot room. I know. Because there's something going wrong <laughs> with you. Um, as we said at the start, hit us up with any of your submissions that you got. Uh, we'd love to hear them. Anything that we've discussed that you think you might have something to to input on, please just, just let us know. It's all about starting that conversation for people because it's, it's seriously, as we've seen a couple of times now, it's starting to help people. Yeah, and we're only six it. episodes in. We want to make this like something that becomes more and more frequently spoken about in such a wider variety so that we don't have to necessarily help as many people because it's already been catered for.
by opening up this conversation. So follow us on our socials, submit to us on uh, on our website, iotk.fun. And yeah, stay safe and keep fucking. Bye. Bye.